What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favored, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. In this episode, I'm going to help you find your purpose. I get so many questions with people asking me, well, how do I know what my purpose is and things like that? And I am the purpose pusher. I love to see people walk in their purpose and just um, really discover who God's created them to be. And, you know, um, a lot of times people will ask, me well how how do i know what it is and i'll tell them what's the one thing that you would do that you would do it for free Uh, for me mine is ministry even if i never get to do it full time i'm still going to find a way to do it so that's how you know that it's something that you were created for your purpose like in jeremiah 29 11 it says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper and not to harm you but plans to give you hope in a future so in today's episode i will share with you some tips on how to discover and walk in your purpose. So number one, you need to explore the things that you love to do and what comes easy to you. So we're all born with a deep and meaningful purpose that we have to discover, but your purpose is something that you need uh, to make up. It's already there. Um, You have to uncover it in order to create the life that you want. So you may want to ask yourself, what is my purpose in life? But you can um, start to discover your passion or your purpose by exploring two things. So um, one, what is it that you love to do? And number two, what comes easily, easily to you? So of course it takes work to develop your talents and your gifts. Even the most gifted musician still has to practice, but it should still feel natural to you. Like, um, you know, rowing downstream rather than rowing upstream. If that makes sense, that's the best way that I can um, explain it. So um, I love to teach, coach, or facilitate, train, or speak to develop, um, you know, people in courses or workshops or anything like that. So I love to bring up other leaders to inspire, you know, to help people in areas of their lives that they deal with spiritually, financially, and uh, relationally. So these are the three things that come easy for me. Although I invested many years in learning how to master these skills, I loved every minute of it. So in other words, uh, work is required. I can give you the tips to do it, but it doesn't actually work unless you do them. So um, one thing about it, suffering is always going to be there. So if you're struggling and you're suffering, you're probably not living on purpose Um, I always say if it's something that you love doing, it will never feel like work. But there is going to come times when you really just have to dig in and like God will mold you and develop you. And those those times are struggles because you're learning something new and you're trying things that's out of your normal um, comfort zone. Number two, ask yourself what qualities you enjoy in expressing um, the most in the world. So first, ask yourself what two qualities... um, do I have? So mine are like love and joy. So second, ask yourself, what two ways um, do I most enjoy expressing these two qualities? So an example, I'll give you, mine are inspiring and empowering people. I inspire people um, with motivation and inspiration. Um, I may give like a daily nugget or a tip. Sometimes I'll do a um, Testimony Tuesday or a Truthful Thursday and stuff like that and tell people the things that I'm struggling with and give them tips on how to apply, you know, just things that I can relate to other people, but I empower them by teaching them powerful success strategies that they can apply to their everyday own lives. Uh, One thing I love to do is to relate to them, like I said, so I don't try to act like I have it all together. In fact, I do the opposite. I share stories with where I've struggled in certain areas and the way I've gotten myself back on track 
And it's being real and transparent that's gotten me uh, the clients I have today. Number three, create a life purpose statement. So you got to take a few minutes to really write down a description of what the world would look like if it was operating perfectly according to you. In my perfect world, everybody, um, you know, I'm trying to help everybody become the best version of themselves. So I'm not suggesting they be like somebody else or try to adopt someone else's gifts and talents, but to take what's in their hand and work that thing to help, um, you know, bring out those gifts and talents. Um, to the best of their ability. So even in our flaws, God will use them to teach someone else and help them. So my first mistake was to think I always had to have it together and to be perfect in order for God to allow me to walk in my purpose that he had for me. It took me a long time to realize he, um, you know, will use me just as I am as long as I'm willing to be obedient. I mean, look, he used Peter. Number four, follow the inner guidance. So what's your heart telling you to do? Um, So what if I told you that you know, you have your own guidance system within you that can help you get from where you are now to where you want to be able to go. And it's kind of like a little inner GPS. Um, it's similar to like the one that we use in the car or on your phone. It tells you how to get from point A to point B. Um, when you get in your car and you're heading to a specific destination, what's the first thing you put into your GPS? First, it finds your current location. Once it's determined where you are, so if you're confused about where you are now, it will allow you to put in where you're going, but it won't give you clear directions of the destination because you have to put in your starting point. So for the system to work, it simply needs to know your beginning location and your end destination. So the navigation system figures out the rest by um, an onboard computer that receives signals from multiple satellites and calculates your exact position. Then it plots um, a perfect course for you. So all you have to do from this point is follow the instructions and it gives you to reach your destination. So you have to ask yourself, where are you now? That's your current location. And where do you want to be? That's your destination. So without knowing these two important pieces of information, you'll never leave where you are to get to where you want to be. So you have to decide where you want to go. So all you have to decide is where you want to go by clarifying your vision, then locking your destination through goal setting, affirmations, and visualizations, and then start taking your actions, and they'll move you in the right direction. So um, with every picture you visualize, you're inputting the destination you want to, to get there. So every time you express a preference of something, you're expressing an intention. So a table by the window, window, uh, front row seats at a conference, first class tickets, a room with the ocean view, or a loving relationship. See what I'm doing here? I'm creating the vision of the things I want to do and how I want to do them. So you have to have that clear uh, mindset of what you want. So if you stay out of its way, meaning you don't interrupt the process with a stream of negative thoughts, doubts, and fears, your inner GPS will keep unfolding the next next steps along um, your route as you continue to move forward. Um, like I said, you just have to get going. Sometimes getting going is the hardest thing. So in other words, once you clarify what you want to do or where you want to go uh, to accomplish, then stay focused on your vision. 
Um, you can do this with a vision board or meditation or even, you know, writing it down. Um, the exact steps will keep appearing along the way in the form of an internal guidance creating those ideas and new opportunities. So make sure this is a little more clear. Let's just use um, an example of a vacation. If you say you want to go to Hawaii, the first thing you need to do is one, check on prices, two, figure out how you're going to get there, number three, okay, what date are you wanting to go because you know you're going to have to ask off work and things like that then once you've booked it um you got to start deciding what clothes you want to pack who will sit the dogs at the house while you're gone you know what some places you want to do and visit while you're there um see i'm just kind of putting it all into play and trying to help you understand the process Number five, you got to be clear about your life purpose. So once you're clear about what you want, you got to keep your mind constantly focused on it. And sometimes this is the hardest thing at all. Um, the how will keep showing up, I promise you. Sometimes it's when we need it and not um, a moment earlier. You were born with the inner guidance that tells you when you are on or off course and the amount of joy when you're experiencing it. So those things bring to you the greatest joy or in alignment with your purpose and will get you to where you want to go. So that's a big trigger in how you will know that you're on point because it'll give you so much joy. Uh, when you start to present your goals with these things that bring you the most joy, you'll be surprised and excited um, over the drive and the passion that it delivers. This is where the magic really starts to happen. So, you know, really take some time and honestly open up about where you currently are in your life and what you want to do with your life. And think about, you know, what is your financial status? Um, these are things that will help you long term. So if you're not financially set, I suggest that you start trying to work ways in to get you there as well. Um, maybe ask where your relationship's going. How's your health? Uh, you know, to think about where you would like to be. Um, if your life was perfect right now, what would it look like? What kind of job would you have? Where would you be leaving, living? But continually doing this exercise, you'll send these triggers to your subconscious mind to help you get there. Number six, think about the times you've experienced greatest joy in your life. So um, another technique can be um, help you identify your purposes to conduct a joy review. Simply set aside about 30 minutes to make a list of times that you felt the greatest joy in your life. So think about all the jobs you've ever had and what you were doing, what brought you the most joy on that job every day. And then look at the pattern amongst those times. You know, in my case, it was when I was teaching and when I was inspiring and empowering other people in small groups about their dreams and, you know, just to have more joy and abundance in their lives. So since we know that this joy is a part of our um, internal GPS, telling you that um, you're on course, you can determine a lot about your life purpose from completing this joy review. I highly recommend it. So um, this this will be very helpful to you. Number seven, follow the example of find a purpose. One of my coaching clients was struggling with identifying their purposes, their purpose. So I suggested an exercise um, and asked her to look back on her life and answer this question: When I when have I felt the most fulfilled? They shared three periods in which they felt the happiest and most fulfilled. When I asked what was the common in all three of these experiences, she told me it was the sense of freedom that she felt. So noticing that none of these three experiences related um, to her profession, I asked her to tell me about the most fulfilling experiences in her current field. And so by doing that, they, um, she reported that there were times when she had um, actually volunteered for free. And that goes back to what I told you before. What would you do for free if you could do it? 
Number eight, take time for yourself. This is so important. We do not do this as women, but as I went through that client um, and examined her life a little bit further, it became apparent that she took very little time for herself. She wasn't doing anything for herself. She was always on call, working late, always over schedule with little or free no time for herself. So I asked, you know, why was this so? She answered that people were always depending on her. And that's so true as women, we wear so many hats, especially if we're married, have kids, have a full-time job, just things are a lot different um, now. But the problem became even more clear by attending to only to others. Um, she never had time to herself and she was like dying inside. So if you're always looking out for others and never doing anything for yourself, you'll feel dead inside. Everything turns into a duty and never a delight. Um, you don't really care if you do well or not. And that's how you know it's not your purpose. See, sometimes we can have giftings in certain areas that we can do well with little effort, but it doesn't mean that's our purpose. So if it don't bring you joy in doing it, it's probably not your purpose. Number nine, align your goals with your life purpose and passions. You know, like I said, we're all gifted with a set of talents and interests that tells us um, what we're supposed to be doing. Once you know your life purpose is organized and all your activities around it, everything you should do should be an expression of your purpose. Um, if an activity or goal doesn't fit that formula, don't work on it. Move on. So aligning your purpose is most critical when setting professional goals. When it comes to personal goals, you have more flexibility. So if you're like me and you want to ride horses, then go ride horses. You know, if your goal is to get... Um, fit, lose weight, move ahead with confidence. Nurturing yourself emotionally, physically, and spiritually will make you more energized, resilient, and motivated to live your life on purpose. So on a professional front, so find something you love to do that's a hobby that you can relax and spend time doing while you're working on your purpose so you don't burn yourself out. However, don't ignore the signs of your job or your career. Career is not right for you. So if you dread Monday mornings and live for the weekends, it may be a sign it's time to follow your heart and pursue the work you long to do. I'm currently uh, in that cycle where we've all found ourselves in a point or another, but I've realized that God's nudging me to step outside my faith to do things on my own. So I'm currently in the process of getting my finances in order, you know, get everything paid off. Um, where I'm currently at a nine to five, when the door opens, I'll be ready and I won't have any hindrances. So oftentimes, because we're not diligent and dedicated to the major things like paying, um, our debt down, that becomes the main reason we can never leave a place and dread going to. And lastly, but not least, learn to tune, um, lean into your true life purpose. So once you've gained more clarity about your purpose, you don't need um, to completely overhaul your life all at once. Instead, just lean into it little by little. Start um, living your purpose as little more fully every day. Pay attention to the feedback you're receiving from others in terms um, of the results that you're producing and also how you're feeling from it. So if not, I'd like to challenge you up a level every single aspect of your life, career, lifestyle starting now. I believe with the right tools, everyone can cultivate a mindset of success and discover their greatest life purpose. So um, remember, teamwork makes the dream work. So this concludes uh, this episode of How Do I Find My Purpose. Thank you guys so much for always listening and rocking with me. And if you're not already following me, check me out on Facebook at Tanya Williams Life Coach. And also remember, if you have any topics you would like me to discuss, always feel free to email me at tanyawilliams01 at gmail.com. Until next time.